Good afternoon, and this is Father Toby in London with your word for today. And I want to begin by reading the gospel taken from Luke chapter 12. Jesus said to his disciples, You may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what hour the burglar would come, he would not have let anyone break through the wall of his house. You too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Peter said, Lord, do you mean this parable for us or for everyone? The Lord replied, What sort of steward then is faithful and wise enough for the master to place him over his household to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Happy that servant if his master's arrival finds him at this employment. I tell you truly, he will place him over everything he owns. But as for the servant who says to himself, My master is taking his time coming, and sets about beating the men servants and the maids, and eating and drinking and getting drunk, his master will come on a day he does not expect, and at an hour he does not know. The master will cut him off, and send him to the same fate as the unfaithful. The servant who knows what his master wants, but has not even started to carry out those wishes, will receive very many strokes of the lash. The one who did not know, but deserves to be beaten for what he has done, will receive fewer strokes. When a man has had a great deal given him, a great deal will be demanded of him. When a man has had a great deal given him on trust, even more will be expected of him. If you knew you were to die today, would you be worrying about it? And what is it? There's a little video that's been doing the rounds lately with a man's voiceover extolling the virtues of travel. Now, part of the message was, don't settle down too soon. Travel, it will broaden your mind and teach you lots. I don't disagree with the idea that travel can teach us, but it's not necessarily the case that it will. It's possible just to travel seeking a succession of experiences, a bit like when I went from bungee jumping to skydiving and a whole load of other thrill-seeking activities in a short period of time in New Zealand. Nothing wrong with that, but I can't say those experiences taught me a whole lot. They were fun, but not much more. On the other hand, backpacking in India, living in a shelter for street kids in Tanzania, these were pretty formative. Both taught me something about letting go, about not needing to be in control the whole time. But should you travel then before you settle down? Maybe. But implicit behind this idea, it seems to me, is the notion that settling down is incredibly boring and humdrum and that you should just have some fun whilst you still got the chance. I massively brought into this idea through the absorption of the subtle message of sitcoms like Friends when I was younger. Work and family are going to be dull, so live a little first. But that's a pretty tragic view of the world. The idea that I have some freedom between uh, school and union work, and then about 40 years minimum of tedium and sacrifice until I retire and hopefully I'm rich enough and fit enough to do what I want again. And as I think about this, I think back to cycling 
down to the Cambridge studio the other week and seeing a mum in the car with a backseat full of kids. And she was just smiling broadly and laughing as she pulled out into the road. And I thought that's what it's about. Finding meaning and joy in the everyday. Living well and loving well in the little things. Because that's what most of life is made up of. Even the glamorous jobs like film star, SAS soldier, football star. All these have way more behind the scenes that is repetitive and not exciting. Way more tedium than the Instagram would have you believe. If you knew you were to die today, what would you do differently? Would you quit your job and head off on an adventure? Would you quit your job to be at home with your family? What if you knew that you were going to die in the next five years, so that you can't just throw away the everyday responsibilities that come with living, like rent or a mortgage, like bills and tax returns? Would anything change then? I think that five year might be the more helpful question than if you knew you would die today. We do not know when the Son of Man will come again, and we do not normally know the hour of our death. Although just this morning I've been with a man in the hospital and his family, seven kids, what a blessing, and numerous others around him. Perhaps the man is dead even as I speak, and there were lots of I, loves you, I love yous around the bedside. But perhaps, and this is absolutely not a comment on this family, I don't know anything of the of the relations between them in the normal, other than some of the children come to Mass on Sunday, and that's great. But perhaps there need to be more I love yous in the everyday, more moments of meaning in the everyday. If your reaction that you would die today or tomorrow would be not to go to work so you could be with your family, do you work every day with an intensity so that you can be with them as soon as possible in the day? Or perhaps if you're paid by the hour, are you working extra hours so that you give more to your family rather than be there more for your family? People have to make judgments on these things, but they should ask the question of their lives from time to time. If the prospect of doing what I'm doing for the next five years is awful, Am I doing what I can right now to change it? But almost everything that I seem to come across online or in papers and magazines tends to focus on being fulfilled by what you do. It suggests that it's your career that will fulfill you or the experiences, the travel that you do that will fulfill you. But Christianity, and I think our experience of life, if we really think on it, teaches us something different. It's your relationships that will fulfill you. Those should be the focus of your life. And if you focus on those, focus on your relationship with truth. And truth is not just a concept, but a person, Jesus Christ. And truth is also a way of being. Focus on truthful relationships with others, which means Christ-filled relationships. If you focus on these, then I think you'll be then I think you'll be worrying about the right things. And if the Son of Man should suddenly come, or death, then there will be little to fear.